Welcome in to the KSR Football Podcast presented by Justice Dental. Nick Rush hanging out with you on a Monday night along with Adam Luckett and Drew Franklin who's back from traversing the Midwest United States. Drew, you made it. You did it. That, that was a lot, guys. That was a lot. We we did nine days, eight nights, not a lot of downtime. It was, you know, you get to the hotel, drop your bag, be right back down in the lobby, get in at midnight. But it was a lot of fun. From the football angle, got to see two NFL games. Pretty pretty blessed to see Lambeau Field, a little snow on it. That's one I'll remember forever. But uh, happy to be home here chatting with you guys on a Monday. Transfer portal's been crazy trying to keep up with that on the road. I'm sorry you had to watch my Pittsburgh Steelers play football. Uh, oh, the Mahomes got the KSR curse. He did they're yelling at officials. He's going nuts. Love it, Nick. Your your Steelers. You're an unlikable bunch. You know I've never liked them, but I went in with an open mind. Want to be part of the franchise. <laughs> I even considered waving a terrible towel. It's just they're they're just not a, a, a group of people I, I would want to associate with on a regular basis. For one on the, the way in, I noticed there were a lot of people crying, like a lot of women crying, like they'd just been dumped, uh, drunk fans crying, and this is before kickoff. And then you all wanted to murder your quarterback at midfield in the middle of the game. Well, I've I never mean, seen anything like it. If well, Mitch was, just, again, was your quarterback, those, you'd want to murder him too. The Yenzers just can't – they can't date anybody if uh, the Mitch is that quarterback, apparently. Just dumping oh. the girlfriends right on the spot. It's crazy. You all got to figure it out, both just how to act in public and how to play football. Uh, you know, I – yeah, I'm having a tough time with it because here's, here's a question that I wanted to bring up tonight because it is a transfer portal edition of the show. Lots of transfer portaling is happening. And um, – I don't know if I'm ready to do it yet, but I, I'm, I'm getting close to putting myself in the transfer portal for a new NFL team because that's the thing that's, <laughs> that's nice about um, – I, I, I became a Steelers fan for a radio bit. It was COVID. We needed something to do. We turned an NFL draft lottery into like two weeks of stuff. So uh, th- that was two weeks of radio content that we just milked out of it and somehow landed on the Steelers. And it was mostly because Kentucky Wildcats played for them. Well, you know what? They don't play for him anymore. So I'm I'm reconsidering my allegiance to potentially Freddie's team uh, because the Jags are a lot of fun. They got some grit to them. They got some great Wildcats on their team. I'm afraid Josh Allen's not going to be there too much longer tormenting your uh, Tennessee Titans, Drew. But, yeah, I don't know. I just I, – like, I want to have one NFL team, but I'm having a hard time because every time I cheer, I pick one, they stink. The Browns with Tim Couch, the Bengals – for seemingly forever until I quit cheering for them. And then now the Steelers. It's 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 tough sledding. It's real tough sledding. Having been well, there so- and breathed the same air as them, you're better than that. I support you leaving. <laughs> Just leave them behind. Never look back. Freddie's here now. He he used to associate with that team. Now look at him. Has this nice, crisp Jaguars hat on, a team I don't like either. But at least they know how to behave in public. <laughs> I'll say this. The Jaguars fan experience didn't have the Drew Steelers experience. Everybody was super nice. Even the Jaguars fans I was around, super nice, um, especially when Jake Browning got it rolling there in the second half. So I, re- I really did appreciate that that because I was worried, like, what's it going to be like? Road, like That was my first road NFL game, um, but I, I, I did enjoy. So you don't have to worry about uh, 
what Drew. Uh, I don't think they want to kill Trevor Lawrence in midfield, so you're not going to have to worry about that, Duval. I, I thought Trevor Lawrence's leg was going to fall off last <laughs> week because that is how I broke my ankle in college. But I was doing it, not doing anything athletic. It was walking to class. It was much <laughs> less athletic. Um, slick spot on ice, and I can still hear the crunch from that sound. I was like, well, he just crunched his ankle. They're done. They're donezo. See you later, but uh, Trevor Lawrence was back. They did lose on Sunday. Um, but I digress. All right, before we really get going, is there anything you would like to have a transfer portal elsewhere? I, I think, I'm thinking about doing it for my NFL team. Is there any other thing in walks of life that you would like to, to enter into the transfer portal? Heck, maybe my NFL team here in about two hours because I'm a little worried we're going to get smoked. Uh, yeah. Can I put – can I put uh, – well, I don't want to put specific people in the transfer portal, but related to Kentucky football, can I put whoever or whatever is blocking our game day atmosphere from having fancy lights and just improving? Can I put them in the portal? I hope that's not an actual person that could lose a job. I don't want that. But whatever is holding Kentucky football back, I want that to leave with any bad apples uh, that are on their way out these couple weeks. Uh, yeah, I got something too. Can you hear oh, me? Yeah. There yeah, he is. Can you hear me okay? There we go. Yeah. Yeah, um, I'm putting the power car- not the power the uh, the 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 logo. It's got it's in the portal. Oh. Got to go. The U and the K. That's the stupidest thing UK's ever done. Nobody that I know likes it, and UK is stubborn enough to not throw back like Louisville does another. You know, I mean, what's the harm in that? Get rid of the Houston logo and let's do something original. So get the damn thing out of Kentucky. Yeah. Right. There we go. <laughs> Whatever's holding back our logos and our lights, get it out of here. Put in the portal with any player that's not ready to make the jump to the next level. That that logo has been around for a while, too. Like, uh, why? Since Tim Couch. I think it's right when they changed when Couch was in school. No, it's but right even the then. Houston one. Like, the, the Houston one is, like, what, 15? Something yeah, like yeah something like it, that. Sh- it should be coming up on his 10th birthday. Yeah, yeah. Uh, get it out. I'm with Freddie. I'm, I'm and then, the, then we get the K-State logo for the alternate. Well, like, while, people want an alternate logo, you're just getting the per- uh, K-State Wildcat. While we're on this subject, I went to a Michigan game on our trip. Basketball, not football. But they use that Michigan M on everything, and it's so crisp it's just the side of the big house that all is the big M on both sides. Everywhere, all over the basketball arena, just the big M. Everybody, every you know, quarter zip the rich guys are wearing. Everyone in the security, they're just rocking that block M everywhere. And like Freddie says, just give me the K everywhere, just like Michigan did. It just it looked like a nice, crisp, historic logo that wasn't trying to catch up with any trends or whatever Nike's telling them to do. It was just the M they've had forever. And like Freddie's saying, we need our K back and just leave it like that. Did you see Juwan Howard fight the strength coach while you were there in Michigan? No, but <laughs> I did. That man did not coach whatsoever the whole time I was there. That was bizarre. Regardless, on a, col- on a college campus, how many people would you want to fight less than a strength coach? Like, to <laughs> want to fight the strength coach sounds like a really bad idea to me. Who would you want to fight less than uh, the strength Ty coach? Ty Winyard's bodyguard. I would want to fight him less than the, the, the strength coach, but that's about it. The get-back coach that holds the belt, you know, like John Summerall's guy. We just saw him recently. Uh, he usually has a little bit of crazy in him, I think. I would not want to fight them. Oh, man. Um, I 
I would like to submit uh, school cafeteria lunches to the transfer portal. And I, and when I say lunches, I mean like all of them except for like two meals. So the baked spaghetti we had was very good. It was very cheesy. <laughs> and then pizza, corn, fruit, and milk. Catholic Catholic school staple in the city of Louisville. But outside of that, like Crispitos, what were those things? Just what what was that? Like that, the some some of the the cafeteria lunch menu items just uh-uh, gotta go. Get them out. Get of them here. out of here. Any anything but whatever that is. I mean, that's the only place that still serves hot dogs and water is a cafe is a is a grade school cafeteria. Where else are you gonna find hot dog water? Nowhere. Which by the way, if ever I see those reels of pranks. The only ones that make me laugh are when they make ice cubes out of hot dog water. Because, like, <laughs> what would that I'd, make your drink taste like? <laughs> I'd try it. I'd try it. I'll go for one right now. With a little ketchup smoothie. Uh, people Ugh. are telling me I'm way too loud. Do I need to do something? Am I loud to you all? I feel I don't mean to shout. I'm sorry, I everyone. I, don't I think you're, you're good on my end. Okay. Yeah. Well, I apologize. I'll try to whisper. Ooh, Chaka Cummings with a good point. It technically was uh, rectangle pizza. But we called it square pizza. But we were in yeah. school. We should have known that it was a rectangle and not a square. Oh, Why did we weren't there to play with... school, Nick. <laughs> why did it always come with corn, too? Yeah, I don't understand why. That was the thing of choice. Uh, When's the was... last time you ordered a pizza somewhere and they're like, oh, would you like to add corn? <laughs> One thing that also was great, but I don't, like you can't find them anywhere, uh, Bosco sticks. Oh, yeah. I don't, Bosco sticks rule, but like I, the only place I know that serves something similar is the IU bar that's in Indianapolis. Yes, uh, Kilroy's for the combine. Kilroy's, yeah, it, incredible. Just stuffed cheesy breadsticks. They're incredible. I can we not Sam's, Costco? Are they anywhere? Let me find them because I need them in my belly. Now I'm hungry. Um, I digress. Hey, um, Drew has alluded to it. Uh, Monday Night Football, it's kicking off right now. I got in on the action with prize picks tonight. I got uh, three plays on my squares. Daily Fantasy, Devon A-Chain, more than a half touchdown. Tyreek Hill, more than seven and a half receptions. Saquon Barkley, less than a, a touchdown. So zero touchdowns, passing or receiving. He's on my fantasy team. I need him to win me something. So I'm hedging. I'm, I'm, I'm making the emotional hedge with prize picks. It's the best way to get in on daily fantasy sports. Not only do they have the NFL that you can hop on right now, they even have a live, uh, I believe, but also NBA, uh, college football, bowl season, whatever you want, whatever you like. Prize picks is the place to play. Download the app. Put in promo code KSR. They're going to match your first deposit up to 100%, up to $100 at Prize Picks. Go ahead. Hop on. Play today. It's a lot of fun. Um, it was a lot of fun watching Army beat Navy, Freddie. I, I'm sure you uh, enjoyed that quite thoroughly this weekend. Rock of the Marn. Um, <laughs> did anybody get beat by did that? Did you see tournament? what on the legs it said ROTM? Yeah, I, I thought it meant right on the money. So what? <laughs> it's a horse racer in you. No, so <laughs> hold on. Okay, so Army's uniforms were based off the Third Infantry Division. That's my old. That's my home unit. 
Oh, ah, awesome. Nice. So one of the sayings is Rock of the Marn, R-O-T-M. So that's why they had it on the pants. So, nice. yeah. And the, the mascot is a bulldog. The bulldog's cool. <clears throat> and there's a song you may uh, – hold on. It's right uh, – if you've seen the Audie Murphy movie, you've heard the Dog Face Soldier song. Mm-hmm. So, I wouldn't give a bean to be a fancy pants Marine. I don't remember <laughs> the rest of it. Um, the entire division, 15, 20,000 soldiers every morning at 630 or 5.30, whatever time PT was, the entire division, every soldier sang that song at the same time. So, it was pretty cool. And, you ha- and they beat that song into you, so... Uh, I was happy to see Army win wearing the third ID, but Rock of the Marn was what they had ROTM on their pants. Feels like there's a bit of an yeah. Army dynasty in the works here after uh, Navy won several games there for a while. Do you, do you all are you back? Is this your series? Yeah, we own it. <laughs> <laughs> it did take my eyeballs some time to uh, get adjusted, though, because they're. They're doing like the single wing out of a shotgun, so it's basically the same, but not. And I just, I don't know. I, it, it just, it throws me off. I, I, I kind of like the old, the old style a little bit better, just straight old fashioned triple option. Oh, how was the, uh, the crowd? Now they're like moving it around. I know they're doing that. It was in Boston or whatever. It's was it still look like a great atmosphere? Yeah, and that's one that's always fun to watch on TV. You can usually feel it. I didn't get to catch that one live. Yeah, I've got to um, – That that's just on I, – I don't know when I'm going to get to it on my list, but it's on my list. i got to get to it. Um, and I, I'd imagine Philly is the most raucous um, of them all just because that's basically home turf. And when you're yeah. in Philadelphia, you said you could smell it in the air on Steelers fans. That's just the city of Philadelphia all the time. Oh, right? that place. That's another one. I don't want to pile on Pennsylvania here, but – I took a picture. My wife likes the Cowboys, so walking by Eagles Stadium, I took a picture, giving it to the finger, like a good husband would do. And I, <laughs> I ducked my head and ran as soon as I took that photo because that is a thing that will actually get you killed around there. <laughs> Did you all see when they played the Niners last year in the NFC Championship and guys were trying to fight Joey Bosa? Yeah. <laughs> 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 the game. Oh man! I mean, you were talking about guys you don't want to pick a fight with. Yeah, uh, no kidding. <laughs> In our hotel lobby the night before the basketball game, the guy next to us just decided he wanted to be aggressive, and he started bragging about how he and his son, who was at the table with them, just got out of the prison system and they're connected, and they thought me and Ryan felt like people to get aggressive with. So I've seen plenty of aggressive Philly for, for my lifetime. Wow. Nothing like, <laughs> hey, we, we came through the system as a guy is yelling at you for really no reason. <laughs> That's Philly scumbags for you. Yeah. I'm like, hey, he already has a broken jaw. So if you're going to hit one of us, please be me. His <laughs> jaw can't take it. Or maybe his jaw is just warmed <laughs> yeah. up, right? Like, he's That's ready. True. He, he's yeah. in him. Finish him. scar tissue. He'll be all right. Oh yeah, wild God. times in the in Pennsylvania. Good to be oh, back man. in the bluegrass. Sounds like what it. I, well, um, What did I miss? Sounds, it sounds like there's a lot of people that are going to Jacksonville. Um, UK has sold out their ticket allotment. Um, the... T- ticket City ha- said it's the fourth most highest in-demand ticket price. It's 37% over um, the going asking price um, on the secondary market. So uh, if you haven't got your tickets yet, check them out. Game time, promo code KSR, $20 off your first purchase 
with the Game Time app. Um, like it was down at Everbank Stadium. He has glowing reviews of it. But if you haven't bought your tickets yet, Game Time is the best deal you're going to find out there because you can't get them through UK now. Selling out the allotment again. Uh, you can feel the the excitement there because um, Ray Davis, he announced he is, in fact, going to play in the Gator Bowl against Clemson. So should be a great turnout. Hopefully we'll see you down there. Um, just remember, Game Time is the fastest, easiest way to get tickets. $20 off that first purchase with promo code KSR. Two clicks. That's all it takes. Tickets right there on your phone. Bada bing, bada boom. Shout out to our friends at Game Time. But, um, yeah, like it, I, in catching up with Drew, I don't remember what had happened the last time we had talked because so many things were happening. But I'm pretty sure the Ray Davis news was new news. So, that was significant. Um, having... It's like, hey, he's your best player. Kind of good to have him back. All the while, uh, there's a ton of opt-outs on the Clemson side of things. Where their leading tackler, star middle linebacker, their top defensive tackle, their number one corner, their strong safety slash nickel, they've all opted out. So that, that defense is going to look like a shell of itself when they're, they're facing off against Kentucky, who will pretty much be at full strength. That's uh, three potential first-round picks there, too, Nick. They're at least three top 40 guys. Yeah. So like that's a lot of star power that they're not going to have. So significant uh, losses for Clemson, significant additions for Kentucky. Um, but let's uh, let's talk about the quarterback, shall we? Do you, uh, you excited about Brock Vandergrift, Drew? Uh, he's a lunch pill kind of guy. That was what he told uh, one Jacob Polacek, who, uh, if you aren't following him on KSR Plus, UK ones the promo code to get two months for two months for only one buck. And uh, he said, yeah, I'm a lunch pill type of guy. Come in, clock in, do my work, go out there and hopefully put a good product out there on the field this fall. So um, there's plenty more of that on Kentucky Sports Radio. You don't have to be subscribed to read it. But um, he's happy to be joining a hard-nosed football team. Um, he's a country boy who likes to hunt and fish, likes being outdoors. I feel like that's a pretty good culture fit for the Cats, Mr. Franklin. Yeah, Um even just leaving him aside, specifically him, I just, going into this, love the formula of a standout who just got caught at a school where he was close to winning the job and got beat out, kind of like Will Levis. Give me a second stringer that would start just about anywhere else, and that's the Vandegrift mold, as you've covered many times, you know, highly recruited. Uh, Oklahoma, a, a high-passing offense, one of them, he was committed there. And as it sounds like you all talking to Rusty and us talking to Cole in several interviews he was in the hunt with Carson Beck at Georgia, and you know Georgia might have had the same record if he were the starter. So if he were good enough for all those places and just needed the opportunity, I'm excited that uh, Kentucky is uh, is where he chose to see what he can do when he finally gets the snaps and the experience because he has the size. Um, nothing against Leary on the way out, but I got a little tired of watching batted balls. That, if nothing else, will go down a little bit. Uh, he's got some Freddie Maggot in him where it sounds like he doesn't uh, slide or run out of bounds. He'll run through some people. So really just overall, I, I really like the fit. It's just a matter of getting him out there and seeing what he can do. He also has the Freddie. I think it's trimmed up now. We saw a picture of him and Liam Cohen, but he grew out the flow. It looked like the old uh, uh, Kremlin Redskins mullet Freddie used to rock back in the day. Yeah, I already like him then. <laughs> um, and Steven was asking, was that coffee? Uh, we went tea tonight. We went white. So, no no coffee tonight. But had to bring Same out here. the Santa mug. Um, I'm in the holiday season. I found um, – I need to get some more of it. It's very uh, – ooh, that is very uh, festive, sir. Oh, oh tight enough, I see. Um, I, uh, I found a peppermint tea. 
like and i'm not a big peppermint stuff guy but it was a nice little like ooh, this is something fun uh there was another thing i wanted to go to the portal eggnog like maybe once a year if it's homemade oh you got the lemon ginger freddy that's the good stuff not a big eggnog guy i like warm alcoholic beverages but i just don't all of the christmas warm alcoholic beverages just aren't that great like it's just not i don't know i don't have do you have it do you, do you have some sort of cocktail you make drew that's a warm uh, uh i'm a big tea i guess it has a name hotty toddy or whatever but tea uh honey and bourbon i mean i those are running through me okay. at winter time. I think it helps keep me from getting sick and a little bit of a warm buzz on a cold night. So what you're saying is I should have put bourbon in this. Yeah, mine doesn't have it either. And looking back, you know, my <laughs> team's playing, talking to you guys. I should have done a little, I little splash. Uh, should have done a splash. What were we thinking? Uh, but uh, I, I digress. What were we talking about? Brock Vandegrift? Yeah, do, yeah, we were getting excited about him and how he has the um, – in addition to all the tools – Fits the, uh, I'd say a little bit of a country profile too. Doesn't he? Isn't it? Does he look too much like Liam Cohen? Is there <laughs> is there a worry there? That picture that's viral today is a little eerie. They could pass as relatives. <laughs> I didn't know Connor O'Gara was sending his son down here to play quarterback <laughs> for us, Nick. <laughs> oh man, he and he does have like a like a 40 year old dad vibe about him too. Right. Like uh, you, you just expect him to be holding one of those, like he's on the sideline watching that high school game. You expect him to have like a beer in one of those mugs. Right. And like a, a dip in or something. Uh, well, I don't know that I've seen many players age like him from his recruiting profile to his sophomore year of, of college His baby face, short haired Brock still in private school, just getting out to see the world. It looks very young. couple of years at Georgia, uh, looks like he's ready for Duck Dynasty. Added about 30 <laughs> years. I'm for it. We're, we're getting a grown man coming to play f- football in Kentucky, but uh, he, he did seem to age quite a bit in his short stint at Georgia. Uh, this is unrelated, um, but speak, somebody who doesn't age, Nick Saban, did we, see, did we see the picture of him and his Ferrari? Look at, did you, did you did notice? I did see that with Drake Kirkpatrick Jr., there was about 20 pouches of red man and four star. I didn't, cups. I didn't notice that. <laughs> I didn't. I mean, Bama going to Bama. Course, of course he's a chaw dog, but I just did not. I, you just don't expect it from Nick. Like he's, he's clean cut Nick Saban. All he does he's is gotta, have milk he's got to keep it in the garage. So Miss Terry don't get on his ass inside. <laughs> I'm sure he's got I'm, the water bottle to swish his teeth before he walks in every night. <laughs> I'm one of the people that thought Saban going into this year might have lost a little bit of a step. No. I mean, he's he's posting Ferraris and with recruits and, and winning SEC championships. Boy, was I wrong. We were wrong. Um, we were wrong about that. But um, Remember when Stoops, didn't he? He had a little of that earlier in his career. I don't think any of that has surfaced recently, but he had some kind of fancy car uh, in, like, South Florida. Oh, can you? He flexed his rental car bones. Can you uh, do you remember that name? Like it, the name of that guy, Shocky Jock Louis, yes. Louis, or however you pronounce it. Which yeah. he is uh, just a very average player for Pitt. Like that, that three-star uh, recruit. Yeah, in Palm Beach. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, we used the whole car rental budget on him. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He went to Pitt and was 
a solid receiver. Wasn't anything special, but congrats. Yeah. Yeah. The things were a little different back then. Um, it's not like they were rolling it out for, you know, a five-star quarterback or anything, which by the way, Nebraska's flipping Georgia's five-star quarterback signing, which is just crazy. Um, didn't see that one coming, but good for Matt Rule. Uh, that's going to be the biggest uh, news story in college football here in the coming days. Uh, we, we haven't really talked about Kentucky's transfer portal guys, but like it, they did get a commitment over the weekend and we're expecting potentially a few more. So um, can you do us a favor and tell us about Raymond Cottrell, the Texas A&M wide receiver who he only caught one pass as a redshirt freshman this year. It was a 13-yard touchdown in his second game of the season, but um, he kept his redshirt status. Former top 300 recruit. Um, what do we like about him? What, what, do, what has he got to prove to us in, in Lexington? Yeah, I think this is kind of a big-bodied ex-receiver. It, honestly, Nick, it almost seemed like the Shamar Porter replacement when Shamar Porter entered the portal and then he reversed course. So you just got another option. I think on the outside, size was an issue. Really, Dane Key was their only big receiver last year. So looking for more size here. This is a guy, Florida, Georgia, A&M, all wanted him last year. And so I think he's probably a depth addition for this year and then try to develop him moving forward when you project out. Um, but he's a guy that's kind of in the mold of Dane Key as a, as a as in play style. Um, that not a burner, more of a possession-type receiver you can line up on the outside and make contested catches. And so that's who he is, and we'll see how, how that looks. Um, but right now they're trying to create, I think, a more competitive room there, and I think he's going to be part of that. Yeah, and uh, he wasn't the only guy that was in town this weekend. Uh, Jamori Macklin uh, from North Texas, Jeremy Macklin's cousin who uh, started his career at Missouri. Got a lot of that top-end speed that you've been kind of waiting for from somebody yeah. in this wide receiver room. Uh, I like him a lot because he's a little bit different. I don't know how the Shamar Porter returning plus Cottrell factors into Donovan McCulley, um, the Indiana wide receiver that will probably get some draft buzz um, after next season. So uh, both of those guys were on campus, um, and there's there's also some other kind of lines out there. Uh, I don't think we're expecting news from those guys anytime soon. But you got to think the Cats have a shot, legit shot to land one of those two players. Yeah, I think they've got it, a shot to land both, but I could also see them missing both. I think that's kind of where it is right now, and we'll see what happens with these other visits. Um, I think Macklin, Nick, I think when if he were to commit to Kentucky, Jeff Bidette's going to be a popular player comp for him. He'll play inside, outside, vertical threat, get open deep. Um, I think you're going to see that a lot along with his, his brother for obvious reasons, um, who was a star at Missouri. And then McCulley, uh, you, you hit it. Um, he's a potential NFL prospect. I think he's an instant starter no matter where he ends up. I think he's going to get drafted. Uh, at this time next year, We're going to talk. they'll be talking about his draft position. And so those are two big guys, and we'll, we'll see how it plays out. But I, I think we'll start to see some other targets at receiver potentially pop up this week um, as this process gets later into the cycle. But I think that's where they stand right now. They got both those guys on campus first, but there's some steep competition there. And so both those guys are going to go on visits, and then we'll see how that plays out from there. Uh, one other player I'm keeping a close eye on, Chip Trim, uh, former Ohio State running back, started his career out at Arizona State, was going to switch back to linebacker at Ohio State. They get injured running backs. He moves back to running back. 
this is a guy whose neck is wider than his head, which means he's a freak. He looks like some... Uh, he, is that what that means? <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what it means. That is a compliment. He needs to have a cowboy collar and a tearaway jersey when he comes to Kentucky. Um, I ultimately think the Cats will land him. He uh, was in town over the weekend. Just a few names to monitor, but the big one, Freddie. Uh, who says you can't go home? Bo Allen. Right before we got on the show, he announced he's coming back to Kentucky uh, for two more years in Lexington. That was, um, it was one of those things when they first put it out there, I was like, wait, really? Did you and see that, Drew? It really happened. Oh, I'm no, sorry, Drew. Uh, Levis picked six on a screen, backed up. Oh. Big he was D-line. throwing out of the end zone. Yeah. Oh, so he basically just threw a touchdown directly to the Correct. other team? Correct. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, Bo Allen. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Will Levis beat out Bo Allen. Remember that? He did. That was a really bad Will Levis play. But, uh, Freddie, you have the floor on Bo Allen coming home while I pout about the Titans. Yeah, I'm I'm happy, you know, for, for Bo and his family. Uh, I think it's a good move. You know, for UK, and it's a good move for Bo, too, to come back and uh, really put strength at that position. Yeah, and it's one of those things that you just had to look around and see, and like, hey, uh, who, who are the quarterbacks going to be? And uh, in Bo's case, I don't like, – like, we kind of know what the plan is. I don't know who else out there would be okay with that plan, except for – a kid who grew up down the road, has ventured out, had some success at the FCS level, was like, eh, don't know if I, if it's really worth it. I'll just I'll head on back home and I'll help with this this plane in the quarterback room. Um, and I, and it, it's got to help too that he he spent some time in this offense previously as well. Yeah, to me that's the first thing that jumps out is just off season seven on seven go out throwing. He knows here. He has a baseline knowledge of the playbook. You got two guys coming in in January who don't really with Brock Vandegriff and Cutter Bowley, so he can kind of help them with that transition and discuss dump through some things. And I think that'll help, and it gives you insurance in case like Cutter Bowley isn't ready. Now we don't know what Deuce Hogan is doing yet, Nick. Yeah, that's weird. So that that smelled like a thing where they didn't want him to leave during the bowl prep. They probably wanted – because he's probably going to be the backup quarterback for the bowl game, assuming Kai Sharon yeah. has left. Um, but that that's someone who can move on after the game. And so you need numbers there, just point blank, and he helps give you numbers there. And he knows, he knows your program, knows your culture, he knows how things are run organizationally there. And he can help two new guys kind of get adjusted to how Kentucky wants to do things. And I think that just the Bo's knowledge of Kentucky football, I think will help everyone with that kind of onboarding experience for Brock Vandegriff and Cutter Bowley. Good to have him back. It is, um, it is unusual though. I don't, the only other person I can think of this, it actually happened at uh, the university of Louisville which they've had so many weird things happen to their basketball program. It's easy to forget that a Koya gal transferred away 
Um, I think he started with Patino and then transferred back when Chris Mack was there. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not completely unprecedented. Um, it's just a little weird, which I know this is a football podcast, but Drew, do you want to make fun of Louisville real quick? Um, no. Um, yeah, anytime. I mean, they suck. They're really – they're. When you were doing like the comparison the there, bad. when you were doing the comparison of leaving and coming back, I thought you were about to compare Bo Allen to Bobby Petrino. I didn't know how you were going to tie those two oh, in together. Yeah, well, he well he does it. So, he's done it so many times. It's hard to <laughs> different circumstances though. Yeah, Bo did not get in a motorcycle motorcycle <laughs> accident. Um, yeah, I let's make fun know. of Louisville as much as you would like. I got I got nothing but time as my football team is down on Monday Night Football seven zero. I can I just say that. It um, when I quote tweet a recruit doing L's down. Uh, when they respond, the obsession. What? Well, who? Who? Who's? Who's the obsessed one? I, it's just I. Don't, I mean, my Twitter all day has just been Louisville fans chirping at me, and I'm like, guys, like you're, you see what you're doing, right? Do you know? I mean, they're the hot dog guy in the hot dog suit who's saying. Uh, I don't who's the one who did this here, right? Like, I mean. You know, I used to think we did it too much. Like, when we were doing it at things that weren't related to Louisville, it was a little weird. But I, I think it's now just Kentucky's sign. Like, it's just what we do. Like, at the, Kentucky against Florida, Ellsdale. Yeah, no, but I mean, Kentucky, Kentucky played a basketball game against Penn. It wasn't a great crowd, so everyone in the building got a moment on the video screen. And I would say 95% of people did L's down when it was their time on the screen. It's Kentucky versus Penn. Louisville has nothing to do with it. But it is just this this is no longer Louisville. This means Kentucky. Louisville sucks now. And I I mean we're we're gonna keep doing it. Recruits are gonna do it, and they can whine about it on Twitter if they want, but that only makes us want to do it more. It's something the olds and the youths can join in, and everyone thinks it's fun. And so everyone gets a kick out of it. And Louisville has told on themselves that Scott Satterfield opened up a can of worms and that can's never, it's never put getting back on the bottle. Uh, it's just here to stay. And That's a good point. It's generational because I saw yeah. a guy, I wish I had it pulled up. A guy sent me a clip. His kid is in their Christmas play at church and they're singing <laughs> Whatever the last song is, Silent Night, I've forgotten. One of the classics. Lights are out. Everybody's got their candles. And the kids are just, you know, waving to their parents. And then there's this kid in the middle just doing this in his little sweater. I mean, the L's Down is not going anywhere. It's it's already here with the youth and their Christmas plays. Old people doing it on in the, in the stadiums. Nick, uh, I, I know they're complaining to you, but they just have to deal with it. It's ours oh, now. Oh, man. And they, they really have to when they keep losing, too. I mean, uh. There's been there's children who are receiving their first communion this spring who have never been alive for a Louisville victory over Kentucky in football. Um, Unbelievable. My, ki- my kids have never seen it. A uh, high school senior this year was in seventh grade the last time. No, sixth grade the last time Louisville beat Kentucky in football. It's been a very long time. Um, Brendan Bates never lost to Louisville. He was here a long time. He played with, he was recruited by, played with, and was coached by C.J. Conrad and coached against C.J. Conrad. <laughs> uh, right. I really wanted to Photoshop him, like Kobe and MJ, with like five Governor's Cup trophies. Uh, I mean, that's 5-0, and oh, and that rivalry is quite the accomplishment. Oh, man. Uh, it's, been a, it's been a very, very long time. Um, there may have been some messages uh, from the Kentucky coaching staff 
to the Louisville's coaching staff via me uh, that they're never going to lose to Louisville ever again. So I, I enjoyed uh, not getting shot, just being the messenger. I was happy to pass those. Wait, along. So say that again. So th- From Louisville might, to Kentucky or Kentucky to Louisville? There, there might have been some Kentucky coaches telling oh, okay. me to share with some Louisville coaches that I know that they're never going to – Louisville's never going to beat them ever and to not even think about it because they're just never going to beat them. So um, I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying well, it a lot. I'll say this. Being in that press box, um, the Kentucky coaches booth was very happy that they won that football game. <laughs> I'll just leave it at that. They were some happy guys over there, I guess, a, a room over from where we were sitting, Nick. And they were letting everyone Everybody. know that they were happy. Yeah. Happy's a that's, – that's a nice way to put it. That's a very nice way to put it. Uh, I'm really happy whenever I sit down in the chair at Justice Dental. I can throw L's down there. They can be working on your mouth, Drew. And if you do this, they know what it means, right? Like, you just throw <laughs> oh. your L's down. They're like, you're right. Louisville does suck. Uh, Justice Dental does not suck, though. They are great. Um, whatever your dental troubles may be, they will take care of you. Just visit them at justicedental.com or call them 859-543-0700. You can also text that number to set up your appointment. Uh, whatever your questions might be. Um, do I have a cavity? Do I need a root canal? Can you straighten my teeth? Can you whiten them? Does Louisville suck? They have answers to all of those questions. They'll tell you straightforward. At Justice Dental, stop by either one of their two locations. Schedule an appointment with Dr. Thompson, Dr. Justice. They're the best at Justice Dental. Proud presenting sponsors of the KSR Football Podcast. Um, yeah, there's more. There's going to be some more portal stuff this week. I, I think Kentucky's going to get a wide receiver coach. Like <laughs> they, they're supposed to. They announced the Jay Bulwer hired December 12th last year. Nick, I looked that up today. So. There we Some go. point this week, so Tuesday or Wednesday, I would assume. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, stay tuned. That's kind of uh, what we're what we're looking for. Uh, Dakil Shorts is a name that we've kind of circled from Houston. Which, by the way, look at I'll probably write that tomorrow morning just to have it ready in the queue. I, I spent this morning writing a bunch of new things that didn't happen uh, when last week I didn't have time to write anything because things were happening so fast. This this is a weird time of the year. And um, I'm not frustrated by it. You can't hear that in my voice at all. Um, it, it just things happen. They, they ebb. They flow. Um, it gets a little crazy. But we're here to write about it, talk about it all. Um, a lot of stuff on Kay's board. Because, uh, Drew, you probably weren't locked in on the Jaden LaFontaine uh, recruitment <laughs> unless you were on Kay's board today and saw that the, the flip was imminent. Yeah, that I actually have enjoyed. You know, I was gone for eight days without my computer. You all kept me up to speed on KS Board, and I even enjoyed uh, a little surprise visitor we had shortly after the Brock Vandegrift um, transfer news. He did a little Q and A on there, so it's been a lot of good f- football oh, content yeah. going on in the off season. Although he didn't answer my question, he answered everybody's question but mine. I just asked, "This is Mr. Vandegrift. Can Brock go home if he beats Georgia next year?" And he just skipped right over that one. I feel like that's that was fair. He could answer that. Yeah. He's answered everything fair. else. Yeah. Um, but keep I scooping. Think... You guys are doing a good job scooping over there. Thank you. Thank you for help for the scooping. Um, the kid that <laughs> flipped to Boston College, though, well, I actually thought he was going to be pretty good. 
I liked, I liked him. Fun time. Yeah, I uh, did like even him. Even though he was the lowest ranked player, basically in Kentucky's position player. Yeah, yeah. non kicker besides the kicker. Right. Um, it's also just that, bad to lose a kid to Boston College. Like that just numbers crunch. Just, I think had a lot to do with it. Yeah, I do too. They're having to shave the the numbers to get down to eighty five to add in the transfers they want. So. I think that, and then I think you're, you're going to see some more transfers. Um, Elijah Reed happened today. I think you're going to see some more, uh, specifically after the bowl game and after spring practice. Um, so that that is on the way. That's Did anyone way. have Dingle going at all? That really one shot. That, that surprised me. me. Was there even a, a sniff of that coming, or was that completely uh, out of the dark? That was not on my radar. I don't know about Nick. Yeah, no, it, it wasn't. Because I thought they would only need, like I thought Isaiah Cummings would do enough to free up the numbers there, but <clears throat> essentially, you know, what, what we've heard is that, hey, he, he wanted to be tight end one. There's not really a tight end one, and if there is, it's Josh Caddis. He kind of played his way into that role um, by the sound of it all. Oh, Shaka got some breaking news for us. On the chat, Shaka Cummings. Alex Rayner so. returning for another year? I don't know if that was a question or a statement. Ooh, I hope it's a statement. I hope it's a statement. I want neither, Alex Rayner every year. Neither of the Rayners participated in senior day, so I'm working on the assumption that both are returning. Alex yeah, and, and Daverin. Do we need kickers to make graphics announcing their return? Yeah, uh, is, when you're that good, graphic I think so. Era. When you're that good, I'd love a graphic. I'd be excited to see that graphic on on my feed. Uh, yeah, so we're we're hoping he returns. We're kind of expecting it, like like it said. After all, he did not go through senior day. That was not news. I got I got a little excited there, Shaka. <laughs> Wait, he he said it's a statement though, but it's not out there. Either way, we're gonna operate under that uh, assumption. Man, I'm did, did he just out scoop us, Nick? Are we getting out scooped on our own platform? By the YouTube chat. <laughs> he said Sharpie. Sharpie. <laughs> wow. Right sources, are t- oh, sources tell the KSR YouTube chat that Alex Rayner <laughs> is returning to school next year. I'm going to tweet that out. <laughs> Let's see. Sources tell KSR's YouTube chat, a.k.a. sources tell us that Alex Rayner is coming back to school. Oh, let's see what this tweet does. Actually, do I want to do that? Do I want to stir up something? Ah, oh, man, I ask myself that question far too often. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Do I want to stir this up? Most, so, most time we ask ourselves that, it's an immediate, why did I do that? There's one time where you you asked this. Um, it was when uh, you, you had a joke prepared for uh, when uh, an LSU team was in town, and I really <laughs> yeah. wanted you to fire it away, and I, I – <laughs> I, I wanted to so bad, and oh, yeah, it's just sometimes the it's just not worth it, you know. Well, we have we have we have other bosses now too. Um, people forget that. Um, like you in the past, you could have been like, but Matt, it was funny, you know. And it's not even that. It's just the I I I like to be at peace and put my phone down at times. And when you put something controversial out there, you can't help but just. You gotta ride the wave, yeah. 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 And you can't get away from it. So sometimes you take a deep breath and it's like, do I want my next three hours to be this? 
it's fair. I, I've been through, I think we've all had moments like that for good and bad. Like it's fun whenever you dunk on Lamar Jackson and everybody's like, ah, suck it Lamar. Um, it's not fun when people are calling you an idiot because you got something <laughs> wrong. Um, no. So, uh, but yeah, there's going to be uh, a lot more news coming and going throughout the week. Uh, what? Who, who's this Georgia cornerback? Look at that. We've got to keep an eye on. Nyland. I someone sent out a tweet. I think it's a fake tweet, like saying okay. he made a top six. This guy the entered the portal. Don't really do top sixes. They just say so like. I th- I think that was just a engagement tweet. I was going to look into that tonight, but I, I let's pump the brakes on that. For, oh for yeah, right that's now. an engagement tweet. Uh, blue blood bots. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, these schools have the best shot at him right now. Yeah, that is an engagement tweet. Okay. It's the Wild West out there with breaking news. I mean, you have to, like, triple and quadruple check tweets these days. Man, and people are really coming after our friends, our, our nationals. At all the three, three graphic team, yeah. They're, they're really, and, like, some of them are good. They're good fakes. Um, I fell for one of them. It, and it was mostly just the, the thought of Iowa getting a good receiver in the portal. Made me laugh. Um, <laughs> Impossible. I was like, wait, Iowa? Are you? Come on. Uh, oh, man. That should be a fun bowl game. We'll maybe talk about that next week. Do we have any bowl games this weekend? We do. We have four or five. I got them actually all written out right here. Vegas Six. Bowl? Six Vegas bowl, bowl games? Six Heck bowl yeah. games Saturday from 11 a.m. And then the last one will end after midnight. So you got oh. thirteen plus hours of bowl action on Saturday, <laughs> oh. baby. That's what I'm talking about. That means the pigskin preview is going to be ripping off some picks later this week. Yeah, I mean we've got three NFL games, a nice college basketball slate. This is a fun little Saturday coming down the chimney. Um, I will say though, we have Arizona playing uh, Purdue, and it's on Peacock. Yeah. Like get get out of here, Big Ten. Like that is people were praising the Big Ten. Oh, look at this great deal they got. You're making me watch a top ten basketball game on Peacock? Get the hell out of here. No. Get, uh, I think we should probably get ready for a Kentucky game being on Plus. Well, no. Okay, yeah. Year. I'm I'm fine. ESPN Plus is real, though. You cannot make me buy something <laughs> called Peacock. A Peacock? Come on. I'm not watching it on a Peacock. The, I I think there have, there's an NFL game, I think, only on Peacock coming next week. A playoff game, right? It's. I think it's Bills Chargers, like on the twenty third. Ah, oh, I don't need to watch the Chargers play football. They we were, we were at Michigan Indiana basketball game in Michigan. Peacock only broadcast. It was weird just seeing like Peacock logos everywhere. My, my problem is that I also just want to call it a use a shorthand version yes. of it. That's very inappropriate. <laughs> That's all I want to call it. But I I, I have to like tell myself Nicholas. I, I mean, is it inappropriate? There's a mascot in the SEC that they just call that word. Drew, if you were to just call it the cock, would you get in trouble on the radio? Probably. Not serious <laughs> trouble. They would be like, what? It would be like, what are you doing? Why are we Why? doing this? We're yeah. like, what's, what's, kind of like what I was just saying about putting things, sometimes it's not worth it. Just exactly. Not. But that's all I want to say. And it's just like, it's the, ah, oh, I'm, I'm, the PC. Stupid peacock. Yeah. The yeah, PC. the PC. <laughs> oh, you don't want to say peacock. like I paid nine ninety nine a month for the cock, you know. That's <laughs> weird. You don't want to you don't admit to that. 
You don't want that audio out no, there. No, but I, I, but I kind of do. Like, right? Y'all have the cock at this house? <laughs> I need to watch Purdue. <laughs> oh, well, on that one. And we're off the rails. Well, enjoy your Monday night football. <laughs> Try beating Maine and Castle this one, buddies. <laughs> um, this has been a lot of fun. Uh, we'll have, I guess, it's next. No, next week will be a signing day preview. And then we'll do a signing day show. Um, Wednesday night, um, and you know we'll have another loving personnel on Wednesday, um, and then Christmas will be here before you know it. So hopefully everybody is uh, uh, getting their holiday affairs in order. Um, it's the most wonderful time of the year. So uh, good luck to your Titans tonight, Drew. I think they they need it. Tighten up, Mr. Levis, Freddie. Take it easy, Mr. Luckett. Cheers. Go Cats and go Kroger.